Welcome to the Variety Hour on AM 990, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mouth. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. I swear I can't get enough. Welcome to Talk Money on AM 990. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, welcome. It's a a wonderful Friday, but you know, Mac, we're here. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Mac Jenkins with with me, and we're celebrating one of the greatest guys in baseball. One of, I guess, the headlines say the sweetest man that you've ever met, and uh, Yogi Berra. I mean, it's amazing. An icon. I grew up wanting to be Yogi Berra. I grew up thinking that, you know, I could play like him, and Roger Maris, Mickey Mantle, all the Yankee guys, they were the, you know, I was a big fan. And we've just lost a great. Definitely lost a great this week. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. I've talked to a lot of people. They thought, well, you know, I thought Yogi was already dead. Well, you know, he lived to be 90. And the reality is that, uh, you know, he's just kind of, he had faded. He's, uh, you know, a Hall of Famer, St. Louis native, World War II veteran. But what I like most of all is the Yogi-isms, those little things that he would say that he could say. I mean, books are written about it, and uh, just his philosophy of life. He had a fun time. He loved baseball. Uh, and I guess, you know, it's just uh, I miss him already. You know, I'm just it's just like a part of your life is gone, and that's what I think. So I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Give me some of those Yogi-isms that we just all learned to love. Yeah, we'll start with a baseball. And baseball is 90% mental. The other half is physical. Physical. The other half. That's great. I'm a pizza guy, so I like this one personally. You better cut the pizza in four pieces today. I'm not hungry enough to eat six. (laughs) That's great. Love is the most important thing in the world, but baseball is pretty good, too. That's great. I like that one. Uh, One of my favorites, It Ain't Over. Till Til it's, it's over. over. I mean, that's kind of the one that everybody knows. It's not over. It ain't over till Til it's, it's over. over. Exactly. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. Take it. Take it. <laughs> I like the one about used to when they talked about his hitting. He said, you know, slump. I ain't no slump. I just am not hitting. <laughs> exactly. Well, he wouldn't say it that way. I ain't hitting. I, ain't. I, I like it because you can, you you can, can really butcher, like, butcher yeah, the butcher English, English language, language right all here. Day long. Exactly. A nickel ain't worth a dime uh, anymore. Yep, yep. If you ask me anything, I don't know. I'm not going to answer. he's just great i love what he did you know he was one of those guys and we celebrate him you know he used to say you got to go to the guy's funeral because if you don't nobody's coming nobody's coming to yours i mean it's just the way he would say that yeah Uh, You know, and it is. It's an iconic thing. We have a great program for you lined up today. Just to let you know, we have two young guys that are working with our young people, and they're going to be talking about Back to Basics. That's Nathan Powell and Dane Williams. They're going to really help us go through some basic fundamentals 
that everybody needs to know. It's uh, it's titled Back to Basics, and they're going to bro- walk you through some fundamentals. So if you're thinking about really how does financial planning work with you, you don't want to miss these guys. We'll be with you. Uh, they'll be with us in just a few minutes. But before we do that, uh, Mac, it's been a good week. There's a lot of things going on. Janet Yellen is talking that she's going to raise rates. We know some things. We'll do some of that in the second half of the program. A little bit about those statistics. But stay with us because when we come back, Dane Williams, Nathan Powell, back to basics. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Podcasts of the Talk Money program are available for iOS mobile devices. Go to the iTunes store and search for Shoemaker Financial. Talk Money will return right after this. Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the Mid-South, and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started. With over 35 years of providing professional advice, quality products, and excellent service in the Mid-South, you too can now be a part of their growing firm. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, contact Contact Haley Kemp at 901-757-5757 or email at hkemp at shoemakerfinancial.com. Helping you make the most of your money. This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax or legal situation. And now, once again, here's your host for Talk Money, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome back. Uh, This is a Friday morning. It's Talk Money. We've got uh, two phenomenal young men in our office, uh, from our office, Dane Williams, Nathan Powell. We're talking about back to the basics, things that you just kind of get sidetracked from. And it's kind of this program's designed to help you get the bumpers back up there so you can stay on the freeway in the lanes that you need to stay in order to be successful. But, Mac, before we go to the program... I mean, you know, we came in this morning, we're going through the production stuff, talking to everybody, getting everybody lined up, and one guy comes dragging in. I mean, you know. He was out late last night. He was out late, complained about the parking lot, and it took him an hour and a half to get out. I mean, all kind of stuff. I mean, I I flew in last night at 1130. He comes in, and he's been watching some ball games, something exciting in the city. There was a game last night. And a big game last night. Featured featured on ESPN, the Thursday night football football game. And a slugfest. I mean, it was. Talking about back and forth. I mean, I think it was something like 12 12 to 13 lead changes, changes. over a thousand yards of offense. I mean, and 50,000 excited fans. Am I right? That's, that's Come on, right. Dane. I, you're the guy I'm dragging through absolutely. this. Absolutely. <laughs> and I still beat you into the office, too, I might add, too. Oh, so. oh <laughs> man. Okay, that's the last time. He ain't going to be on the program. <laughs> big, big win for Memphis last night, 53-46. 53-46. Great, great day and uh, great for the city. A lot of fun. And you know what is what's good to watch? I mean, I was watching it on the – had it on my phone and because uh, uh, doing a lot of flying and yesterday and the reality was it was fun to see as the cameras would scan the audience and it was definitely an excited group of people that's fun to watch for the city absolutely the other thing that was really exciting when the game was over 
I turned the TV off and went to sleep. I, you know, I and didn't have home. to spend an hour yeah. and a half in the parking lot. <laughs> That's right. Not a lot of movement in that parking lot. A lot of hanging out and watching. Uh, I'm sure. Great night, though. Great night for the city. All right, Dane, welcome to the program. Nathan Powell, welcome to the program. Nathan, let me start with you, sir. Uh, you titled this program, Back to the Basics. And, um, you know, we talked about basics. What do you mean? What is covered when I talk about basics, sir? Well, you know, it's a it's a great question. And, you know, we work with a lot of young families and, you know, people have a lot of questions when they're just starting out with financial planning and trying to figure out, you know, what are our goals? How do we how do we get this ball rolling and how do we make sure that we're affecting good change in the future? So we, we focus on a variety of different areas when we talk with um, these types of folks, whether it be investments, insurance. We uh, will cover debt and budgeting because, I mean, people, they just have a lot of questions and want to know, you know, how do we get started? I mean, in, in the you know, our realities, we can't cover everything, you know, just sitting down with someone once. But we want to make sure that we provide a great overview to establish, you know, at least some level of understanding on each one of those different various topics. Nathan, when you talk to people, too, I want to make sure our audience understands this. You guys do this type of discussion. I know you do this as a presentation to the public. Mm -hmm. You've done this in churches, civic groups, uh, other places like that. And anybody who would like to contact you guys for a back to the basic seminar, I'll give that number out to them later on, but it's easy number, 757-5757, the the office number. But the reality is this is a a type of um, kind of a a presentation that is general in in scope, but focused on a young married couple, a couple in their first 10 years. Yeah, I I would absolutely agree with that. And, you know, I mean, Dane and I both, I mean, we love being able to go out in the community, share ideas with with people, make new relationships, because, you know, that's what a lot of, you know, what we want to be establishing with people is, you know, the trust and the confidence that they can have to you know, work not just with us, but with Shoemaker and everything that we represent. So we love being able to give back to the community and do these informational presentations. There's no charge for that, right? Absolutely not. Okay, that's the king. And it's not that it's no charge. That A lot of people say, well, there's no charge. It must be a catch. The reality is this is very informational. This is not product-oriented. This is just basics that people need to know at that phase of their life of what they're doing from a financial planning standpoint, investments, insurance, debt, budgeting, the whole scope, not just focused on one thing, but focused on the scope of what a person has to grasp when they start doing the idea of planning. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's 30,000 foot view. Let's make sure that we can at least touch on a lot of the concerns that people are having. Dane, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks. Let me ask you a question. In your experience, what are some of the financial concerns facing families today? You know, we see a, a lot of different concerns whenever we're dealing with families, and unfortunately there's not just one that overrides everything, but we have some that come in and they're, they're looking for a way to address their debt situation. They're not real sure how to handle it, how to get out of debt. We have others that come in and they're just trying to get a, a base knowledge of how the market works. I've got a 401K. I really don't know how it works. Can you help me out? When you say a, a, knowledge, a base knowledge, how to invest. You're talking about you know, what, what should my 401K even look like? I mean – uh, you know, it's amazing. I'm quickly, that's not just a young person's problem. I mean, we've no. got a lot of people that have been investing in their 401k for 5, 10, 15, 20 years that still don't understand what's going on. Exactly. So you're talking about starting that couple. It's his first contribution to his 401k at work. And how does he get it 
put yeah. together. No, absolutely. And I feel like people realize they know they need to invest, but they just don't know where to start. And they may be doing some things, and they're just not really sure what they're doing. So that's something we kind of help clear up a little bit for them a lot of times. Uh, another thing, we have families that will come in, and they're not real sure what type of insurance they, they need. So whether it's a life insurance or a disability insurance, they know they exist. They don't really know if they need it, if it's important. So we kind of help talk through some of those situations for them. And then another thing we see for young families a lot of times, obviously, they have kids. They're trying to save for college. They're trying to figure out how they're going to fund this big expense they know is coming down the road. Yeah, that's a, a big item. And the reality is the earlier they start, the better equipped they are to accomplish that objective that they've got. And what you guys are doing are encouraging them, stimulating them, you might say uh, directing them, but helping them gain the insight I think to to the basics and, and again the title of the program, the title of your presentation, the title of the seminar that you guys give back to basics and uh, you know when we say that uh, let me let me ask you this, Dane. When we say back to basics, it's almost like we're implying that they've already jumped past that, mm-hmm. and maybe we 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 they do because sometimes I think we kind of run out on our own. And it's like if I don't know what I'm doing, I might take a whole bunch of different avenues and make some mistakes. What you're talking about is bringing everybody back to a starting point where they can say, no, wait a minute, avoid the following mistakes. This is not just about what they should do. It's also about what they shouldn't do. Yeah, it's very easy to get caught up in life and going through the motions. And you you skip a few steps, honestly, as you get lost in the hustle and bustle of of just getting kids to school and doing the things, paying for the mortgage. And then you realize you really don't have good fundamentals in doing what you need to be doing. How do you advise families, Dane, with uh, budgeting? I mean, that's because I know a lot of times, as I've counseled young couples over the years, not Mm -hmm. as much today, that the, the husband would walk in and he wants a budget. <laughs> I mean, I want a budget. You know, and you can just sense it's a budget for not him so much, <laughs> but for her. And, and he's usually the one that spends oh, the most money. He's the one that spends the, for the boat, the golf clubs, the trips and stuff. But you're right. So how do you advise couples like that? Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny. You, you mentioned that circumstance. We kind of see it go both ways now. It, oh, it, sure. it's, it's a generational shift. Oh, Sometimes that, you see the wife that really wants the budget. We're old. You know, you hear I we're wouldn't old. say that. Experience, yeah. guys, yeah. experience. Yeah. No. One of the things we, we start with whenever we're starting with a budget with our clients is we want to identify what their fixed expenses are first because we know those are coming out every time. We can identify what the income's going to be as well. And then what we're dealing with is the things that are going to change, the things that are going to fluctuate, your entertainment expenses, your eating out expenses. Go ahead and identify what's coming in and what's going out. Once we've identified those components, the next step is for us to see how do they relate to the goals that you have for you and your family. So I guess you're having to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. You're having to dig into this. With Do you find, either one of you, but let's today both of you, I guess, do you find that couples are cautious, reticent maybe, to talk about this? Or or do they just come in and they're just free with it? You know, hey, here's what's going on. No, I think it's something that's just taboo for people to talk about. I had a friend of mine in, and he was getting ready to get married. So we were having a conversation with him, and he was – his first comment to me was, Dane, you don't hold anything back. This is this is a real talk we're having. Yeah. I said, yes, sir. And I said, I don't want you to leave mad at each other. This is a hard conversation to have. So let's go ahead and have somebody that knows what they're, ha- set they're doing. And, you know, you can make me the bad guy if you have to. But I'm going to ask questions that need to be asked in right. your marriage. Nathan? Sure, sure, yeah. You know, and I would say, you know, getting into these situations with people, I mean, it's a, it's a very vulnerable thing for someone to be able to open up and, 
you know, talk about their financial life in a, in a very real way to get real insight. And that's where, you know, again, that trust factor, you know, comes into play being able to, you know, we want to establish a good solid relationship with people. And that's, you know, one of the reasons that we go out and present to the public in these uh, types Well, you know, when you areas. talk about relationship, and by the way, if you just tuned in, uh, the relationship people we're talking about, Dane Williams, Nathan Powell, Two young guys from our office, we're talking about back to basics, the fundamentals, the kind of the bumpers. If you're out in a bowling lane and you, and you don't want to end up in the, in the gutter, you put bumpers out there for the kids. That's kind of what we're talking about. How do you set up this freeway and say we're going to stay within these guidelines? So the basics are the guidelines. And, guys, you're doing a great job. And I'm thinking when you talk about this this idea of, of walking people through and coaching and the and the conversations. This is a tough conversation. Do you ever have anybody, though, that literally as you go through this, it's kind of like, okay, sorry, Dave, that's not yours. That's not that's not for you to know. Or Nathan, that's not for you to know. Is, is it? You, can you sense that they do feel vulnerable? Absolutely. Even if I could pull them to the point to where they're willing to to have those conversations, if they're not committed there and, and willing to be transparent there, it's it's going to be a temporary change to, ah. to where they're able to. Okay, yes, I had the conversation, but there's not going to be any real change until you're willing to, to have that conversation and be open and honest about it and, and open to accomplishing your goals and figuring out the way that we're going to do that. So for a, for a group of young couple coming in, they first and foremost have to have a desire. Correct. I don't care how much we're going to do. They have to want to have a desire to put their financial house in order. They have to have the desire to establish a, a roadmap. Mm-hmm. And so all that's part of the chemistry that's taking place, actually, to some degree, before they get there. But I've had a lot of times where they come and they kind of want us to help them get to that point. What do you think, Nathan? Is that something you see? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I think that that is probably 95% of the time, you know, what's going to be applying to the people that, that we meet. Because they, they want to, but they don't know where to start. Exactly And right. so their inability to somewhat be transparent is because they really just don't know. Yeah. Anything that I, I see whenever we have clients come in, anything I can talk them into, life is going to talk them out of very quickly. Just they're going to be get, get yeah. caught in the, the hustle and bustle of life. And spending habits are going to change back if I've talked them into it and that they're not bought in. That's a great point. point. If you, that's a mm-hmm. great point. Talking them into something, life will cause them to talk them out of it. There's a commitment there mm-hmm. to the yeah. long-range plan, whether it's college education, the amount of life insurance they need, uh, investing in their 401K for retirement. I used to say, Mac, you know, we talked about this before. If I go to sit down with a 25-year-old, I can't even get a conversation about retirement. Not even going to happen. He's not interested. It's the furthest thing in the world. If I talk with a 45-year-old, nah, eh, get a sentence or two, maybe a paragraph. 55-year-old, we're into a page. Right. And but then, a 65-year-old, I got a book. Right. And then they go back and say, I wish I'd have talked to you when oh, I was 25. 20, yeah, right. and I, I yeah. started way back then. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's always that's the case. You know, I wish I could have, should have, would have, whatever. Correct. Nathan, let me ask you this. When talking sure. with clients about debt, what are some of the strategies that you recommend? Well, you know, I mean, that's, you know, especially with a young couple, whether, you know, they're dealing with student loans, you know, maybe the purchase of a new home, you know, sometimes some credit card debt. I mean, there's a lot of things that in today's day and age that people are, are dealing with. And, you know, there's there's never one great canned answer that's going to be the magic bullet that, you know, kind of satisfies that need. So what what we try to talk them through is, you know, help them understand what their options are because sometimes 
you know, what the math says that, you know, is going to be the fastest way to pay off debt might not be what's best for, you know, who we're talking to. I mean, you have some ideas of, you know, well, let's kind of itemize all those debts, look at the interest rates, figure out what we're paying. And, you know, some people, they just cannot stand the idea of paying, you know, tons and tons of interest. So they want to just be attacking as much as they can, those higher interest rate debts. And then moving on down the line where, you know, there's also something to be said for, you know, the, what people will call the snowballing effect, where you just start with whatever that smallest debt is through a lot of money at it, get it paid off. You know, you get that sense of personal victory of being able to cross a line item off of, you know, your, your debt sheet and then moving that payment into the next and the next and next. So, you know, where, you know, I think Dane and I always tell people it doesn't matter which strategy that you implore, but do something, be proactive. That's, uh, that's the key. Well, right? that is, that is critical. I think one of the, one of the big things that you, that you talked on was they need to get started doing something. A lot of times you can, you can accure a, accrue the debt really quickly oh yeah and then it gets overwhelming and you don't know how to start so those approaches yeah what do people say it's a lot easier to or it's faster to fall in a hole than to climb out absolutely absolutely you know you mentioned the word snowballing and again of course dave ramsey's made that a big popular thing to small snowball the debt snowball and the reality is that's been around much longer than dave ramsey The, the key is is it's a it's a it's a systematic way let me let me kind of ask you about this debt thing because I know it is always very difficult to motivate both parties. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so, guys, what do you? How do you deal with that? How do you encourage that, Dane? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously, one can be feel the pressure. There's always mm-hmm. difference in the personalities. You've got one that maybe is the type A personality that's you know going to take charge, going to get out of debt. The other one may be totally different and said, hey, you know, it's okay, you know. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, a lot of times we see that there's usually one person in the marriage that feels crippled by that debt that's got it weighing on them heavier than the other yeah. is a lot of times what we see. But we always have to remind them, let's go back to the goal. What's, what is our, what's our vision for our family? What are we trying to achieve, and how is this debt going to play into it? And then from there, we're able to attack the investment goals, the debt goals. But we always take it back to what's our vision for our family? What are we wanting to accomplish? Well, you know, that's uh, I like the way you said it that that way. I mean, if I was uh, a young couple starting out with Miss Linda today, I'd want to come to you two guys because of the way you couch that name. Because I think sometimes we get into the numbers Mm -hmm. and get numbers oriented. You kept it to the couple and their goals. And that's the thing that I think that is so critical in this whole concept that what we're talking about is, is keep it to the goals. And it's their goals, not our goals. It's what they are passionate about. That's that's critical. If you just tuned in, our guest today, Nathan Powell, Dane Williams, we're talking about Back to the Basics. This is a program that um, you can go to the iPod and click on, you know, the the uh, iTunes store, go to the and pick, pick it up the program and send it to somebody. Tell them to listen to it because it's a fundamental Back to Basics about how to manage money. So stay with us because when we come back, we're going to talk with these guys and find out a little bit about the big topic called investing for young couples. We'll be back right after this. 
This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Remember, financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax or legal situation. Helping you make the most of your money. Talk Money will return right after this. Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the Mid-South, and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started. With over 35 years of providing professional advice, quality products, and excellent service in the Mid-South, you too can now be a part of their growing firm. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, contact Contact Keisha Parrish at 901-757-5757 or email at kparish at shoemakerfinancial.com. Separate from the financial plan and our role as financial planner, we may recommend the purchase of specific investment or insurance products or accounts. These product recommendations are not part of the financial plan, and you are under no obligation to follow them. Helping you make the most of your money. This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. And now, once again, here's your host for Talk Money, Jim Shoemaker. Remind you that you can find us at iTunes, search for Shoemaker Financial, and pick up this program next week. And, uh, you know, make sure somebody that you would like to make sure they get the chance to listen to it because it's fundamentals, it's basics, the title of the program. Back to Basics, Dane Williams, Nathan Powell. Uh, there are our guest today, Mac Jenkins, is with me co-hosting. And uh, we're talking about the, the subject that so many young couples get bogged down on. That's basic financial planning, basic fundamental financial thought process, building the roadmap, getting started. I mean, it's so many things. We've talked a little bit about debt, Mac. We've talked about budgeting. We've talked about just communication because our job to some degree is just the art of communication, the art of getting them to the table and getting them to talk about it. Absolutely. A lot of times we find when we, especially when we have young couples come in, this may be the first, first time, time that they've discussed it between themselves. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's interesting to lead them through the, those conversations because a lot of times, again, hustle and bustle of life, they're just going to work, coming home, and they really haven't thought about that future. And what Dane and, and Nathan do a great job of is bringing that to the forefront and, hey, let's begin to plan for your financial future. No question about it. Remind everybody, if you would like to have these two guys speak at your church or civic club or whatever, uh, give them a call. You can call them at 757-5757. That's Nathan Powell, Dane Williams. It's Back to the Basics. Act specifically for Back to the Basics, these two guys. Uh, and, it, you know, for me, it would be ideal for church. I mean, this is a... Young couples, uh, young married couples, young married couples, newlyweds, Friday night type thing. Uh, You guys do a great job with it. How long does the seminar normally last? You know, we've we've done a couple of different versions of it to where one summer shorter and summer longer just to fit the needs of the group. But uh, we've got one that we do that's usually about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. So, you know, it's perfect for that type setting where a group of people come together, young couples, that just breaks this, this breaks it down. This is not to teach them all they need to know about budgeting or teaching them all they need to know about investing, but it gets them started and it gets them to communicating. Yeah, correct. And a lot of times we found we've done a longer version as well with some churches where we've talked about stewardship as well. But it's just it's been a really good fit for those groups. Perfect. We've had a blast doing it. Perfect, perfect. Well, again, investing—that's the big topic. Everybody wants to go to the investing side 
of financial planning first. They think that's where everything starts, Matt. Yeah, a lot of times they want to skip the debt issue, the debt and, issue and the budgeting issue and the, go straight to the investing. You know, we look at we think of it in the pyramid mindset where the fundamental basic foundation of the pyramid deals with their insurances, their budgeting, the debt payments, all those basic things. And then as you move up the pyramid, you get into, you know, some low risk type investments that whether it be a CD or bonds and then you get up into of course more stocks and then into whatever commodities at the top or whatever you want to call it but a lot of people don't think about the fundamentals and so they jump up here to the investing side and when it doesn't quite work they got problems but you know let's find out a little bit about what these guys Dane tell me a little bit when when you if it's such a big topic how do you go about educating these clients in such a short time? I know you don't really give them everything they needed to know, but you get them started. Yeah, we got to visit them where they live. we got to go to their house and see what it looks like. And, and basically that's what is your investment experience right now? And a lot of times that's their 401K or 403B, 401A that they have through their work. Usually it's their employer-sponsored retirement plan. And we're, we're able to talk to them, what is this? How does it work? What are you contributing? And we're trying to make sure that they're enrolled in the program, that they are saving for their future. And then we kind of start on a basic level. What is a stock? What is a bond? What is a mutual fund? And when are they applicable? When should you be in one versus another? And what are the goals they usually accomplish? So you'd start out with that stock bond, that asset allocation, some stocks, some bonds, and some cash. That's a fundamental from that standpoint. Nathan, do you find that when you're talking that that there's this mindset that investing is too hard and I and I really can't do it? Or is it, oh, it's just, just, just dump it in, it'll do okay? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, when we're talking with people that are wanting to get started with investing, it's just, it's overwhelming is, I think, the biggest concern that I, that I see people, they don't know where to begin. They don't know if they need to put, you know, 50% of their paycheck in their 401k. Right. Do they need to look at outside investments? Do they need to buy individual stocks? Do we look at mutual funds? So we help them understand understand basics of, okay, what is a stock? What is a mutual fund? What is a bond? And et cetera, et cetera there. And then after we get a little bit more of an understanding of what their experience is with investing and where they are, we go and meet them where they are and then have those conversations of here are the logical next steps for you and your family. So we talk about diversification. That's a basic fundamental philosophy for us. So, Dane, how do you how do you push somebody or direct them, guide them, move them to this moment of diversification? Because I think a lot of people just think, well, I just want to invest in the stock market. So how do you help them understand diversification is a very strong principle? Yeah, it's it's something where we have to have the conversation with them to be able to explain that if something goes wrong with one investment, how much that's going to impact their future. So we want to make sure that we're spreading that risk across a number of different investments so that we're not as susceptible to that volatility. And I would, you know, and I would say also, I mean, I was, I was fortunate when I was younger. I can remember being around the uh, kitchen table. My dad was many, many years with, uh, in the banking industry and, you know, grew up, he was showing me how to read the wall street journal and how to follow stocks. And, you know, just, I can remember, you know, I, I have, I was, fortunate enough to be able to learn a lot about investing when I was young and then 
Also, you know, my mom, it's actually my mother's birthday today, so happy birthday to her. And Oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. You want to sing happy birthday? Yeah. Go ahead. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear mom, Suzette. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, that was yeah. great. There you That's go. That's good. Yeah, she's going to call us and say, okay, I wanted a little more time than that. Yeah. You know, so we're dead meat now, you know. A lot that. to cover today, but you so cover. Made, it, made it quick. That's good. But you were talking about, you know, it, it, your dad was helping you get through this process. Sure. You know, let me let me ask you this because I think sometimes, what do you talk about when a when a person either one of you answer this talks about timing the market or getting in and getting out and picking and choosing and and whatever? What do you think? Sure, you know, I mean, we're we're not into trying to time the markets, you know, and make a, a quick buck, but you know, what we're trying to get people to understand is that they need to be putting together a long-term strategy that will perform over time. You hear the old adage, it's not timing the markets, it's time in the markets. So making sure we can put a portfolio together that's going to meet someone's risk tolerance and their ability to, you know, stomach volatility and, you know, be in that investment for the long run. You know, again, I, what I like what you guys are doing, you talk about strategy, you talk about goals, you talk about diversification, you talk, again, fundamentals, back to the basics, making sure that we start at that page. So, again, this is critical for anybody listening. It's uh, You might want to go just find us at iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. This is a program that you might want to listen to again. When we get back, we're going to talk about the insurance needs for young couples. But before we do that, let's listen to Rebecca Brazier at a Mid-South History Moment. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search for Shoemaker Financial. Talk Money will return after this. After Britain's defeat in the Revolutionary War, both Spain and the U.S. claimed much of the land east of the Mississippi River and maintained a network of frontier military bases along the Mississippi Bluff. Among the commanders of these bases were such figures as the famed explorers Meriwether Lewis and Zebulon Pike, and the 12th president of the United States, Zachary Taylor. What is now downtown Memphis was a Spanish military outpost under the command of Manuel Gayoso. Until the American army took over the site two years later, Gayoso's soldiers manned a fort and surrounding buildings where the pyramid stands today. Although the forts were later abandoned as the frontier moved further to the west, the legacies of the men who commanded them made a lasting imprint on our cultural heritage, including the names of our streets and landmarks. Those who walk Gayoso Avenue today trace the footsteps of some of our nation's most revered icons. This has been another Mid-South History Moment brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. Helping you make the most of your money. This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. And now, once again, here's your host for Talk Money, Jim Shoemaker. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk Money. And today we're talking about Back to the Basics with Dane and Nathan. We've been talking about budgeting. We've talked about debt. Uh, we just talked a little bit about the investing world. And now I want to switch gears just a little bit. And, uh, Dane, I want to move to the insurance side. Uh, I'm sure you get this a lot. Families just don't know uh, where to start with the insurance. How do you navigate that with the people that you're talking to with those young couples? You know, you're right, Mike. There's so many different types of insurance that exist that a lot of the young couples just don't really know what they need. So we go through and we break down and explain what each of them is designed to protect and why they're important. 
uh, whenever we do our seminar, whenever we sit down with our clients one-on-one, we kind of go through each of the types of insurance that exist. And there's six billion of them, so we don't go through them all, right? But we go through a lot of the main ones. There's really six that we focus on. But we want to make sure they understand what they what they are designed to protect and let them know that there's also no blanket recommendation. A lot of times people say, you know, how much life insurance do I need or do I need this type of disability insurance? And there's really no just silver bullet that we can give them. We have to have a conversation about what do you want to see happen in the event of one of these uh, emergencies happening to you or your family? So what you're doing, you're covering back to that pyramid again where you're going to the foundational part and you're dealing with just insurances in general because if you look at a guy's budget today – a lot of the times, a young couple, as they're getting started, they've got a lot of cost involved in the insurance side. That's a big part of their budget because you got to have the homeowners, the car insurance. You need to have some life. You know, let me ask you this. Young couple, yep. not n- no kids at this point, not expecting any kids at this point. How do you How do you answer the question, well, do I need life insurance? Now, they're married. And, you know, they've been married for a year, but they don't have any children. What do you say at this point? I mean, I can imagine sitting around the table right now in the, in the office, and that's a question that it comes up. Yeah, and this is where I go back to saying the hard conversations that we have. We almost walk them through a process of what do you want life to look like if you're no longer here for your spouse, for the family that may come down the road, even though you don't have kids, you're not expecting them today. Is that something to where they may happen at some point in the future, though? And, and do you want to go ahead and... Lock in that insurability because you never know what's going to happen in your life that could potentially make you So uninsurable. you said it there, insurability yes, and locking it in. Nathan, what about you? Do you deal with this at the same time? And is that something where you see a couple that says, why do I need life insurance? We don't have Absolutely. any kids. Absolutely. And you, know, and, you, and you look, you know, we talk a lot about how, you know, one of, especially a young person, one of their most valuable assets is the ability to make income. Yeah. And if, you know, a husband or wife is no longer living, they can't make that income. And that's one of the things that life insurance is designed to do is to help replace that income and the loss of a spouse so that everything can stay on track. And the same thing with disability. Absolutely. If they buy their first home, most more mortgages are foreclosed on because of a disability, and people never think that disability is going to happen to them. It's That's always right. going to happen to the guy down the street. Let me tell you a story real quick, guys. And I was very new in the business, and this has been a few years ago, just a couple of years ago. <laughs> and uh, Art, that's not that funny, big guy. Uh, but the reality is, I mean, I sat down with this couple. He was a, a surgeon at the time, surgeon fellow. He was uh, working down at the Oxford Hospital, living here in Memphis, and uh, had two young boys. And we needed some more insurance for his family. So part of that fundamentals, you know, a young guy in his young 30s. Mm-hmm. And I was basically in my 30s or actually a little bit younger than he was. We were we had built a pretty good relationship and, uh, you know, I said, okay, we just need an X number of dollars. And I could tell you the amount, but it was it was a larger amount than, than a lot of people. But he was a surgeon. I mean, he had a lot of future, two young kids, and we did term insurance. Now, at the time, that was August, okay? I'm down now in Mississippi the day after Christmas seeing another client, and I get a phone call. On Christmas Day, this guy passed away. Mm. I mean, oh. now, he didn't die of some disease. He had the flu, and lay down in the morning. He got up, went out with his kids on Christmas morning. They had bought a couple of little pies. He's a big bird hunter, and they'd gone to bird hunt. And the reality was, he came back, lay down, went to sleep, and aspirate, vomited, and aspirated, and choked to death. Now, this is one of those freakish things. Made a lot of big impact to me when I met with his wife. 
she said, you know, I want you to realize that I didn't think it was really necessary, but this is going to be a big impact. And she lives in Amory, Mississippi, is never married, mm. never remarried, raised two boys. Here's the story that I think you need to know. She was pregnant, did not know at the time with their third child. Wow. So when the wow. couple says to me, hey, I don't think we need it, we're not, they don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, this was a couple that, you know, they were not trying to have the third child. Third child. It just happens, mm-hmm. and that is critical for us to keep that in mind. And I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys, the way you handle that, because you are sitting down with them, listening to them. And not everybody needs insurance. We understand that. But those times when you have a young couple, they need to understand it's a fundamental part of every financial plan. And I appreciate the, the way you guys were talking about that. Yeah. And you just don't want to take options off the table. We've got a story, a guy that's in our office, that he, whenever he started as an advisor, he went ahead and got some life insurance before he was married, before he had kids. And, and in that stretch before, after he got married, and after he had kids, he, he got uh, optic neuritis. It's an infection in his eye. It's not that big a deal. Apparently, they, they gave him some antibiotics, cleared it up, no big deal. But apparently, that's a red flag for MS. So that whenever he went to get more life insurance after he had his daughter, they said, sorry, you, you can't. Ha-. He never had MS, yeah. but it was a red flag. And it's just one of those things where you never know what life's going to throw you down the road, whether big or small. That may be a red flag. So it's planning. Yes, sir. It's planning for the possible problems. And the future. And the future. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we're going to dive into planning for education when you have young children. So I know people are concerned about funding for college, and you want every every parent wants their child to graduate, uh, do better than they did, and that's always what we're working on. We're going to talk about how to do that when it comes to the basics of financial planning. Separate from the financial plan and our role as financial planner, we may recommend the purchase of specific investment or insurance products or accounts. These product recommendations are not part of the financial plan, and you are under no obligation to follow them. Helping you make the most of your money, Talk Money will return right after this. Take a second and think about the three most important goals or priorities in your life right now. At Shoemaker Financial, their team of qualified and experienced financial professionals is committed to helping you achieve these goals or priorities. From insurance needs to college funding, retirement, or estate planning, Shoemaker Financial is here to help you accomplish your long-term financial objectives. To learn more, visit ShoemakerFinancial.com or contact them at 901-757-5757. At Shoemaker Financial, it's not just the plan, it's the results. Helping you make the most of your money. This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax or legal situation. And now, once again, here's your host for Talk Money, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome back. And a big congratulations for last night for the University of Memphis. That slugfest that took place down at the Liberty Bowl with 50,000 fans. We had a couple of them that are here in the studios this morning. And uh, and uh, it was a great time last night. Great time on television. I liked it when I turned it off and decided it was time to go to bed. <laughs> and some people, some people spent an hour and a half in the parking lot getting home. But it was a great night. And, uh, again, congratulations to the University of Memphis and a great win last night. Uh Nathan, let me ask you this question. You have a seven-month-old son, I think, and uh, in fact, I know, and I know, (laughs) I know you do. I've seen you. Uh, Here's the thing: you know, when you start having children, what goes through your mind when you start thinking about college education? 
Ooh, a lot. It's <laughs> a, a great question. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that goes through a lot of people's minds that I sit down with is I've got plenty of time. You know, that's not, you know, for another 18 years in the future. I mean, I have all kinds of things I need to deal with now. I can put that off for a few years. But the thing is, I mean, you get on that hamster wheel of parenthood and you're going to you know, classes, to karate, to the soccer field, getting dinner on the table. And it's just one of those things that gets put on the back burners. So that's why you know, it's so important to, you know, start those college strategies early if that's what's important to you. You know, that's, you said that great because of the reality is, it, it, and I always think of it in my mind, and when you said it, the competition for these funds. Mm-hmm. And you got into the soccer's and all the things you get. I think of the sixty-inch TV to watch the University <laughs> sure, of Memphis. Yeah. That's the competition for the college funds. Yeah. Everybody, you know, say, "Oh, well, I can do this. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll mm-hmm. procrastinate and I'll keep putting it off." But all of a sudden, you wake up and that son is now sixteen, and you got two right. years, and you go, "We don't have the money now." You know, sometimes people say, "Well, uh, you know, I can. Uh, he's going to get a scholarship." Yep. I mean, you know, he's a great athlete. Sure. Uh, you know, and we, you know, there's four athletes around the table here. Um, <laughs> I'd like to know the total five athletes, but well, four. Sorry, four athletes around the table here. And uh, the reality is that uh, uh, I'm glad re- you didn't name names. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, but I mean, you know, the reality is most of the time, a lot of universities they just don't have scholarships to go for every great sure. athlete or great student and you know the there's money that has to come out of the dad and mom's pocket and right. so starting early is very very important right you know and you you mentioned about you know the scholarships of course everyone's son or daughter is, is, going, is going to get some sort of scholarship no that you know at least in the parent's mind and that's why when, when you look at you know college funding strategies You've got to weigh your options because, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, and what if your child doesn't end up going to college at all? You know, when once they graduate high school, you you want to be able to have flexibility built into the plan that you've created so that you might not experience any terrible you know taxes or penalties and implications if you know you need to use that money for something else. So it's a great conversation to have. Yeah, I have just a, a real quick story. I'm talking to a young couple about. Uh, college planning and their son, he's either going to be an academic genius or he's going to be a, a football star. Mm-hmm. And I look over and they had brought their child with them. He's eating dirt out of the plant <laughs> uh, over in the corner. And I'm like, we really need to get on this college planning trail because I'm not sure either one of those things is going to happen. So football you do star. need to talk about that college planning. You really do. That sounds like a football star there. <laughs> oh, that threw all the football players absolutely into the bus. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, guys, let me ask you this question. I, You know, I've enjoyed this program because it is about – the basics. It is about fundamentals. It is about starting early, not getting behind the eight ball, getting caught up in all the stuff that competes with a good plan. And I appreciate the way you guys have done that. But let me ask this question. Why or what made you guys get into this type of work? I mean, both of you have come out of different careers. I appreciate what you do. You have the passion that I look for as the CEO of the firm. But why or what what made you what start off, Dave, just answer the question. Yeah, whenever I got into this, I loved helping people, and I was trying to find exactly who it was that I, I was going to work with. Some other guys had more natural fits, but for me, it was just who am I around? And I, I have a wife, a young families, is just kind of the circle that I run in. So that was just easily for me to be passionate about. 
Okay, that sounds. I mean, that's great, Nathan. Yeah, I mean, I would I would echo that. You know, what I mean, I, it's very easy for you to identify with your own peer group and with the people that you are surrounding. You understand their struggles because Dane and I are going through the exact same struggles. I mean, just because we're in this role doesn't mean that everything is always perfect. So, I mean, we have to be able to even take our own advice. So we're able to learn from our own experiences and share that also with the clients that we help. So back to the basics. That's the seminar. You guys would be glad to do that at a church, a civic group, anything like that. Uh, so to reach out to you guys, 757-5757. Yes, sir. And uh, back to the basics. That's Dane Williams, Nathan Powell. Guys, you've done a great job today. I appreciate it very much. And I, I love the passion that you have. Absolutely. It's been a it's been a, a great opportunity for me to observe these guys working with younger families going through and it and at the same time experiencing it for themselves. Yeah, and I appreciate what they do. Thank you so much. My guest today have been Nathan Powell, Dane Williams. My guest co host has been, of course, Mac Jenkins does a great job. Producer and board operator, Art Frederick. Francis Coordinator Francis Fortner is our guest and uh, our coordination for our, all of our guests and content coordination. Eleanor Moskovitz helps us with production. And again, Rebecca Brazier reads the Mid-South History Moment, and Drew Johnson writes it for us. We appreciate everybody being a part of today's program. We thank you. Welcome again, guys. Thank you for what you've done. Congratulations to the University of Memphis for an outstanding game last night. We'll be here again next Friday helping you make the most of your money. Jim Shoemaker, Mac Jenkins, Dane Williams, and Nathan Powell are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Securian Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Serving Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas. The latest news stories are here. This is AM 990 KWA.